Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we're reading from Matthew chapter 20. I'm going to read the last few verses, verse 29 through 34 today. As they were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him, that him being Jesus. There were two blind men sitting by the roadside. When they heard that Jesus was passing by, they shouted, Lord, have mercy on us. And, uh, sorry, I just lost my place. They shouted, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. The crowd sternly ordered them to be quiet. But they shouted even more loudly, Have mercy on us, Lord, son of David. Jesus stood still and called them, saying, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, let our eyes be opened. Moved with compassion, Jesus touched their eyes immediately. They regained their sight and followed him. Yeah. This is a, a passage that we see similar passages in other Gospels. Sometimes it's one person crying out, Son of David, have mercy on me. This is two blind men. Uh, when we read the Gospels, we realize that these are four different points of view. And so sometimes details may be a little bit different. But the point is the same. There, is, there are these two people who are crying out, Lord, have mercy on us. Son of David, have mercy on us. Blind men. And these people are crying out to Jesus, and people keep telling them to be quiet. And here it says the crowd. But they kept shouting it. They're persistent. And then Jesus looks at them and says, what do you want me to do for you? So they say, we want to have our eyes open. I love the last line, moved with compassion, Jesus touch their eyes. I guess that's the second to the last line. And then immediately they regained their sight and followed him. So some things I see in this passage is, first of all, this desperation. Uh, desperation for something different than what they were living. Desperation to be able to see. And I believe in Scripture, sometimes these stories about blind people are, are actually stories about all of us who have our eyes closed to some important things in the world. In fact, in some, in John, I think it's chapter 9, there's a story of a blind man, and it's very, I mean, John is playing off of this idea of physical blindness and spiritual blindness. So I, I think there's a bigger, a bigger meaning here for all of us, and that is that we need to have our eyes opened. And Jesus looks directly at these people. They are, they're pretty desperate, it sounds like, because people are telling them to be quiet, and yet they keep yelling out. They want something different than the life they're living. And I think that's the first thing all of us need in order to go on this journey of discipleship is as long as we're okay with the way life is, as long as we feel like um, that the life we're living 
We don't see any need for change. Um, often we just kind of keep living how we're living. And generally what happens in our lives is we do that for a while and then we're hit with reality of what's really important in our lives. So maybe we're living our life purely selfishly and then something huge happens like, you know, someone close to us dies or we get sick or we begin to look at life in the bigger scope, the big picture. We think about the brevity of life. We think about what's important. Like we're on this earth for so long, what are the things that matter? And eventually we tend to come to a place where we cannot just keep living the way we're living. And that tends to be when we cry out. And these these uh, would-be disciples, they cry out and people try to stop them. And it does not deter them. They want a touch from Jesus. Now we're talking about physical blindness here. They've lived a very difficult life. And so obviously that's the first need. But it also says at the end that they became disciples of Jesus. So there was something more going on, I think, even with them. So after they cry out, Jesus just looks at them and says, What do you want me to do for you? That's a great question. What is it you want Jesus to do for you? Because some things are in line with the will of God, and other things we may want Jesus to do for us may may not really bring us life. Like many people treat Jesus like a Santa Claus, you know. Jesus, I just want you to give me all the good stuff and take away all the bad. Well, that's not really God's intention for us. So it'd be a great question to ask yourself, what is it we want from God? Ultimately, what God wants us to want is a relationship with God. That God wants to give us himself more than any other thing. And so these people say, we want our eyes to be open, even the way that's worded. It's not just we want to see, we want our eyes to be open. How many of us need to have our eyes open to the truth, the larger truths in life? We have so much information in our society, but we often have little wisdom. Um, and so maybe all of us could say, I, I want my eyes to be open. I want my eyes to be open to what's important. And then we see that Jesus is moved with compassion. I love that phrase. It's all throughout the Gospels. I think I've said this on the podcast probably before, but I'm going to say it again. That word compassion means to have your gut wrench. It, the Greek word is like having your gut split. It, it's, it's being torn apart. So Jesus doesn't just, you know, oh, I feel bad for these people. Jesus has his gut wrenched. He feels their pain. He feels their pain. He notices their situation. And Jesus does so many things in the Gospels because of his compassion. So today I want to say, Jesus has compassion for you. Jesus has compassion for me. He sees us uh, in, in another place in Scripture. It says like sheep without a shepherd. Jesus sees people in their pain, and he doesn't just feel sorry for them. He sympathizes with them. He feels their pain, actually. He suffers with them, if you will. That's, enough, that's what the word compassion, that actual word, means to suffer with. Jesus suffers with them and us. And then he does something about it. And so he touches their eyes, a whole other thing going on there. To touch someone who had a disease would make you impure, unclean. But Jesus actually reaches out and touches people 
because he is not afraid of becoming unclean. He actually transforms uncleanness to make it clean, and he heals them. And when they, re- when they regain their sight, they follow him. So today, maybe a prayer for us to pray is, God, open my eyes. Open my eyes to the things that you are doing in this world. Open my eyes to the big truth in life. Help me not to get caught up in these petty little things that I often get caught up. Help me not to get distracted by, by things like pleasure or things like money or things like just things that don't matter. In the words of Ecclesiastes, I was studying all summer, hevel, vapor, the things that are going to just disappear and help me to see what really matters, the important things. And then would you, Lord, would you touch me and help me to see? And the result is then when we can see what God sees, we, we follow. These folks were able to see they became followers of Jesus. And they, I'm sure, had a story to tell, a testimony to tell of how Christ changed their entire life. And that's the same story that each of us can have as we surrender ourselves to God. As, as Christ has compassion on us, as Christ opens our eyes to what really matters in this world, and then we begin to follow him. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.